Calm it's down. bear base. I know. Yeah. Fuck! Fuck! Ah, it burns so fucking bad. That's in there. Bear base to the eye. Straight to the eye. Okay. Help! He got me right in the eye with bear mace. Keep streaming. I got it. Keep streaming. I am. I got it, mate. My face is burnt, too. You gotta get him out of here. No, I can't even look. I can't even. Keep streaming me. Someone. I'm streaming. So get someone to stream me. I got it. I got it, Banks. Okay. Rick Wright right here. I got it. Okay. What is my people saying? Alright. Damn, that sucks. I need more milk. Bank, it's just, it's gonna hurt for a second. Well, folks, I feel like I'm having a normal one. How about how about you, Jake? Normal one so far? It's a bit outside of the norm because we have some breaking news. Uh-huh. I've told you about this a couple times in the past few weeks, and I finally took the plunge. Check me out. <laughs> the nation is falling to tatters and you're saying prescription deodorant is the focus dude look at it <laughs> I, I, ch I, change, I change shirts before we do the show every time now but, but this time did you I didn't <laughs> and, but I will tell you this too the last two nights I was in excruciating pain yeah. for at least one hour and probably into the night like i was tossing and turning an hour and at Jeez. one point was like i just can't do this and instead of like uh like wiping it all off i kind of did the like outside of the ice cream cone type deal where i was just like all right at least on the edges where it feels yeah. like it's hurting the worst but after two nights of having kerosene splashed down my underarms like it kind of worked like permanently no, I think like based on the the guidelines of the prescription, I have to, I guess like maybe go once a week now. And I only found out about this from like a number of IJB listeners, yeah. and they told me what was up. They were like, "Look, it's gonna once hurt." Once a week, dude. searing pain sounds like like well, have you considered just sweating. So that's the other thing is that people were like, you know, it progressively gets less painful, and it was less painful last night than the first night. But that's like yeah. Once you kill all of the cells eight. in there, exactly. you're, you're going to be great. It's going to be awesome then. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I heard the segment on it where you uh, seem to lightly imply that uh, well, fat people have this coming. Of course, we all agree on that. Well, but me to be having sweat. It's not so much have it coming. It's more just like it physically makes sense. And I know that. Go on, Doctor Kemp. Well, I think if there's like parts of your body that are more. Uh, or I suppose less aerated. Aerated? Yeah. Like if your arm is, if skin is touching skin more and it's getting hot and like your skin gets hot, it would make sense that it would be more. I think your experience is kind of indicating that it's not the controlling factor. I may be wrong, but doesn't that sort of make sense? Uh, yeah, no, like the idea that if you don't have air, to, you, you don't had if you don't have air to breathe, like through your, you know, and I don't know how this would apply to your feet at all. It doesn't, right? Like your, yeah. your skinny person and heavy person I mean, are exactly the same. I would say that uh, I'm I'm granting that uh, your your claim has logical merit, but I would think that based on the evidence, we could agree that it's not actually the uh, main thing that's going on here, right? I don't know. I I think there's, there's a better chance that I'm just an outlier. But I also know this because I mean, I've, I've, I've heard, told you about the school kid I went to school with that did the sweating, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was a skinny guy. Another outlier. <laughs> I'm, you're, 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 I've, I've got a sample size of two. Actually, three because uh, uh, we were telling this story and one of my friend's wives chimed in that she had the same thing and also... Gross. Also skinny. <laughs> well, just like lightly. Not the, not the appropriate response, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, why are we talking about fucking sweating? The nation is burning, Jake! You know, I... I want to couch this in a way that you don't get mad at me. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Because I, 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 I don't care. How often does that go? I don't care. Uh, dude, every single year, every single year, check the tape, I'm either 9-7, and 10-6 division champs. Every year. And the one out of four years that that hits, I'm like, told you. I mean, I, I said it would happen. 
And I tout that as like way more of a pronounced statement than the other. We all do this. It's human nature. Yeah, you said they're going to make the playoffs this year, the Cowboys. I did, and they should have. <laughs> they should have. Okay. If, if Doug Peterson had uh, a, if Doug Peterson had a dick, oh. and Mike McCarthy knew what he was doing, the Cowboys would be in the playoffs right now. You know, if they had a good team, they'd be in the playoffs too. Also true. More than one thing can be uh, possible at the same time, but. To me, this looks exactly like what I thought it would look like. I just thought they would be a lot more expedient about it. You know, I yeah. I mean, I you know, I I hope that we hop into lots of other things and more substance. I don't want to spend the time on uh, on this, but uh, if if your question is, will we give this one to you? The answer is no. No, that's I, fine. I was I was told uh, election day violence that doesn't turn into a a rolling claim of violence at some point if it doesn't turn out, and that's totally fine. But what I think it illustrates is that the people who support this person I don't I wouldn't say this party because I I don't think it really has as much to do with like party identification. Even persons kind of like the idea of a person is more what they're supporting. Right. But that's how it goes in Cult politics. of personality. That's how everyone is, yeah. That's one of my favorite Mike Reiner crutch phrases ever. Sure. And it always made sense. Um, I think it's like possible to surmise that the reason that it didn't happen in November, um, and even like late November into December, was because they truly believed at that time that it was not even anywhere close to being over. And, and just so needed I, I, some time to plan out. Because that's, you know, like I, I've i seen some, and you know, it's good that there's normal people out there who don't tap into this stuff. Like they're probably leading happier, better lives. But uh, I've just, you know, in following Ben Garrison, like he, he released a cartoon a week ago that was uh, an eagle circling January 6th on the calendar in flames. So I have been kind of being like, man, wonder what's going to happen on the flame date. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think that that kind of like, like, you know, if you said like, well, if we lose, we're going to go crazy. Like, that's kind of harder to plan. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, th- this was like people taking time and like getting in place, you know, like the Proud Boys dude was arrested yesterday, right? Or a couple days ago. I missed that. Like, uh, he was some person. I mean, I, I thought like the leader of the Proud Boys was Gavin McInnes, right? But I don't think it was Gavin McInnes. It was someone else that got arrested in DC, indicating just like, you know, that the group is there. Like, they have mobilized to DC. I just um, can't get over how much money I've given Gavin McInnes in my life. <laughs> just through various Vice subscriptions or your Proud Boys membership? Uh, the former, but still. It's money, and as a proportional amount of the money that I had at the time that I gave it to him, it's quite a bit. It's fifty thousand dollars in <laughs> yeah. today money. No, yeah. but for real though, like I think it somewhat equates to um, doing your homework the night before it's due, but it also is a. I mean, they're doing it when it counts, right? Like this is the most spectacular version of doing this. And I guess in my mind, the most spectacular version of doing it would have been the night of or the day after. But this is the second most out of all of the days in between today and the 4th and 5th. I mean, you say that. um, I genuinely think all these people thought on the day after the election, nothing has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... I, I that's a miscalculation on my part, but that's that's why I thought like, oh, it's going to go down that night the next day because I was using the rational actor just, model of was hoping that we could all, you know, like uh, just level with each other, not play any gotcha games uh, and just just approach the audience seriously and say, did you know that uh, this like happens and exists? What? Like, I know the Electoral College vote. Oh. That's that's why whenever no, we would talk not. about this, no. I would always refer to the Electoral College vote on the, I think, December 20th is whenever it is. Dude, you know what this uh, is? This is like today. We had. Dave, I had no idea so, that Congress gives like a thumbs up, thumbs down to right. the Electoral College vote. We had David Moore on today, which uh-huh. I know you're riveted to hear about. I, <laughs> yeah. love, I actually do love David Moore. Um, but he brought up uh, exit interviews and like... I feel like you hear that term thrown around a lot, and it's like, what are you doing there? 
Yeah. Right? Like you meet with your position group, your 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 coaches, your trainer, like all throughout. The, like what does that mean? And he basically said what I thought, which was what I was angling for with the question, which was, yeah, it's a 10-minute thank you for being here. It's completely procedural. A lot is made of it, but nothing happens. That's what this normally is. Yeah. And that's something that's not really reported on because it doesn't matter because nothing ever happens there. It's just, it is happening. And so, yeah, no, you're right. Like, I don't want to sit here and claim to be a procedural big, uh, big brain and be like, but actually this happens on the same day every year. I had no idea. I mean, you know, I, why I, would you ever hear about I it? I found out before today, you know, like when the, the Howley and Cruz voting against it and, you know, the, uh, the, the flame circle. Uh, Dude, I can't hear Howley's name without thinking of the brain Woj anymore. What do you mean? He's the guy, right? The guy who sent the e- he got Woj suspended from the first uh, uh, yeah, two yeah. and a half months of the bubble. Yeah, he did. Whenever Ad- or when Woj emailed back, "Fuck you," <laughs> to a reply all email that a junior congressman Pretty sent. Innocuous one, I think. Ah, like of the things fuck. that Josh Howley is uh, for, I, I was surprised that that one. But, you know, it's usually not about the content. It's about what's going on in your life, you know. Dude, Woj might be like a dude. What do you mean? Like, he might be, like, you know, behind the just trying to get the trades and the MLE news out. Like, he might, like, who does that? Say, like, just reply back, fuck you? Reply all, fuck you? I mean, maybe he didn't mean to reply all, fuck you, but even, like, where I am now... I very rarely reply to an email, fuck you, even whenever I get, like, something really scathing. Like, I definitely did seven to ten years ago, but Woj is worth, like, a lot of media currency. He's probably 50-plus, I mean, and he gets an email he, he doesn't like, and you. he's like, ah, fuck you. It's, uh, it's a horseshoe, you know? Like, yeah, come back around. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Once you built up enough... But, you know, he misjudged. So to get back to the original point, I always thought that the biggest hedge that I was making was that if you behave like a third world despotic country, then you're going to have third world despotic country results. The one thing that I was unsure of was whether or not it would take longer to take root. Because as you just said... It's taken three and a half, four years before you even knew this even happened. Like this process, this uh, just complete formatic even happened. And I kept thinking like, this is going to happen eventually. But it might happen to like whatever the next or next version of the man behind the man behind is. And I felt like, I don't know, 60-40 on. Actually, it's probably going to happen now because the demigod is the demigod And it's probably pretty unlikely that there's anybody else that ever fires them up like this again. So to me, I always thought there was a chance, pretty good chance. People are not going to take this well. Yeah, no, this, uh, yeah. I, you know, like I did not, I mean, I I was was skeptical of the violence claim, but not like uh, skeptical the idea that like, you know, something different has been going on, you know, like that uh, this is that I, 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 you know, like I, I think that the uh, a lot of the attempts to draw like a big line between him and, for example, George W. Bush, to me, is like uh, just erasing a ton of things that were very true about George W. Bush. But like, uh, what do you mean in, by that? Like in the, his policy decisions and the effects that they've had on people. You didn't have Trump fucking torturing people and saying, actually, this is great and it's fine. Like, you know, the, he didn't start any wars that left, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of people dead and thousands and thousands more homeless and without parents and shit like that, you know? Like, as far as the the impact on, like, uh, you know, what, what how, how do your decisions affect people? Um, I, I think that for the most part, he just kind of sat there for four years uh, doing nothing. Okay, I don't want <clears throat> to, like, derail you, so remember where you were whenever I jumped in, but I think you could flip that and say... It's a matter of whether or not you're talking about people here or people anywhere. I and, mean, take it all in some. Well, I think that, and maybe it, it's tough to adjust for era, right? Like Dan Marino v. Justin Herbert rookie season, 888. But I think the actions of Trump have been way worse 
for America than anything that George W. Bush did. But I could also easily make the case. And I would just, I would value Iraqi lives on the level of American lives because they're all lives. And I'm not saying. And I'm count up both and feel like uh, there's not a big difference. And I'm, I'm not saying. saying you should or shouldn't. Well, obviously you should, you know, count on the same. But as the way that it's typically processed, you think of a, a leader of a country as primarily being judged by how do they affect the people in their country. Now, if you're America, yeah. you are also judged on the. The rest of it. Yeah. Right? Very few other world leaders are judged that way. So I'm just saying, I do think that President Trump has had a much larger negative impact on the day-to-day -day American life. We're down like a side point of a side point. My, my point is that uh, I resist urges to like view him as like singularly bad in terms of his effect. But like as far as like the phenomenon, um, you know, Bush supporters were nuts, but like they didn't act like this. Like they, they never felt like he personally was there for them. Like I, they, they treat Trump like Jesus. Like the people who love Trump right. love him. The He's way a Christ. That, yeah, yeah. In a way that like or a you know, at no point was George Bush doing that for anyone or any other politician. Like I, I don't even. Know, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't alive during Reagan, really. I mean, I was for two years, and I don't have a lot of clear memories. Um, but, uh, but I, I would bet that this is different than that. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. To the, you know, once you have like that kind of personal stake, um, it does, does seem like, uh, the, the reactions are going to be different. And, uh, I don't know, just, uh, you know, another thing is that, uh, whenever you listen to the coverage of this, there's a lot of moves to compare it to other countries that, you know, countries that like by default were saying like, all those people we look down on. Now we're acting like them. What the fuck? Um, and I don't uh, know. By the I, way, one of those moves was done by Trump whenever he tweeted. And I, I thought this was low-key, the most racist thing that he's done in five days. Mm -hmm. when, he, when he tweeted, even Mexico has voter ID. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> If you put even in front of it, giving it up a little bit there. Um, but that, uh, so to like bad. to like look at this and be like, uh, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Uh, this this is what happens elsewhere, not here. Um, I don't know. I I look at this and like uh, this is here, dude. Like I I recognize all of those people doing those things. Sure, you know they're um, your neighbor. They're your family member. They're your absolutely. Like you your, know whatever. You're banned from Twitter family members. <laughs> it's it's just a you know it's it's a constant conversation about you know like uh, what is America? What is the real America? You know who are the real Americans? And like the answer is it's all of us. You know in in. Uh, you know, some proportion. Um, you know, it's it's a big question. It's got a complex answer, but like uh, during this entire time, like the the four years of of Trump, I have just like always had the thought reverberating in my head whenever people are like, "This is not us." I'm like, "No, oh. yes, this is exactly us." Like the the people, the fucking wolves that I was raised by, this is what they look like. <laughs> like you know, the the fucking people running the uh, the rehab I was in, that they they would do that. You know, like you. Talk often about your family members that uh, you know or vote for these coaches corns and things. or yeah, whatever yeah. it might the be. Yeah, millions of people you've uh, you've encountered in your life. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's exactly them. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I think you know a lot of times during during pandemic times you'll hear people say like, oh, this actually it's not creating problems, it's exposing problems, mm -hmm. and typically they're referring to things like um, healthcare and childcare. I would say are the main two. Of like, well, you know, this is a pro this has been a problem before that people can't get competent medical care, and in the event that they need childcare, they don't have anyone to do it. And I'm not saying that if we had competent uh, of both those beforehand, that we could have handled this a hundred percent better, but maybe like twenty percent better. Yeah. So could I think save some lives. Anybody who's listened to us for a long enough time knows that I think our position has generally been that he's not a new problem. He's not, he didn't come in and like bash through the wall. He just had a hammer where there were already enough cracks and is like, well, I mean, this looks like I could break it. I hope that makes sense. Like, it's like, it, it's not, there's nothing about him that is, that is all that novel other than he's hilarious. 
which yeah i mean i think the messiah thing is is novel in our experience it's novel but i also think it somewhat was building in that direction and i don't even know that like it's exclusively republican right because i'm a, i'm a huge fan of barack obama the man and the further i get away uh from his presidency and look at the legacy of it. I'm not that big a fan of Barack Obama, the politician. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that had to do with, you know, just the dynamic that he went into and the way that he approached that dyna- uh, dynamic. But there was absolutely a borderline God complex around Barack Obama. And so I'm not yeah, saying that, that- I'm, I'm not putting him on the level with Trump at all because obviously, operatively, Trump decided to play that in a way different way than Obama did. But I do think it's like heading sort of. But like in the that. enthusiasm people had for Obama, I thought was like maybe possibly less than the enthusiasm people had for JFK. And similar, I, I don't think you're going to accept this point, but that's okay. Uh, like whatever Jimmy Carter like started out, there were a lot of people really fired up about Jimmy Carter. I don't Carter. really know. I, um, I honestly don't. I just know that uh, I went to vote for John Kerry. And felt like I got a C minus and yeah. was like, I guess I passed. <laughs> yeah. The first time I ever voted. But I, I think there's a history of Democratic politici- politicians running on a change message and having some effectiveness at, like, you know, firing up people's imaginations. Um, th- you know, I, th- this feels like a bit of a new thing. And I, I don't know, as, as far as like the, uh, the events of today, um, podcasts kind of suck for this sort of thing, like that it's, it's the least immediate, uh, medium. And, uh, you know, so like uh, we're we're trying to like capture the uh, the feelings whenever they're changing so quickly. Um, but yeah, I guess to just kind of like go back through, you know, trace those feelings of what they have been so far today. Um, it just I I think that events like this, like whenever you try and like explain to someone in the future what today felt like, it's going to be hard to convey because the primary thing for me at least was just like wondering what else is going to happen. Yeah. And now we're sitting at a point where it seems like it's prop. The answer is probably nothing crazy from here. Um, you know, I mean, Boy, it, I would not agree with that. Yeah. I think that they're like clearing them out now. I don't know. We can, we Bro, can see. But where are these people going to go whenever they go home? Um, home. Here's, here's and what's going to happen when they get home. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, the same thing that I thought the night that march I on the, the grapevine, nine 11 Memorial. No, but dude, I'm you, you know sorry. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to stop at like grapevine, like, you know, Christmas something or whatever. And that would have been funny. But then 9-11 Memorial is funnier. My point is, I thought this the first night of like, of, of Minneapolis. Like people are like, whoa, geez, that was a lot. At least now we're done. I'm like, dude. This sort of thing does not dissipate overnight. But what I'm talking about is that whenever we like first see a Twitter video of someone breaking the window of a Capitol, like I'm wondering if like they're fucking tearing Pelosi limb from limb on the floor of the House chamber right. five minutes from now, you know? Like but instead, that, it was just kind like the of most like, memeable content ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the dude in the, the, the hat. A Viking helmet. Like, Look, I'm in the chair now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'm, I just like, shout out at, at the very beginning of that, you know, like it just, there's a, a feeling of like, what the fuck's going to happen from here? Um, and like now sitting here, like they're going to continue to protest. Um, maybe they'll engage with the, uh, national guard or whoever tries to clear them out. Uh, maybe shots will be fired. I certainly hope not. And then I'm not saying that wouldn't be consequential, but like this morning it felt like literally anything could happen. Now the universe of things that could happen feels considerably narrower. And it's that feeling that anything could happen. Like that's kind of the thing you take away emotionally from the day. Sure. You know, so whenever you're like, uh, the craziest day of my life and I, I don't know, I would say this is the craziest day of my life. Probably not. But uh, just say, you know, like, craziest day of my life, it's a time that a guy went and sat in Nancy Pelosi's chair. Like, that's not going to scan to future generations uh, the emotions that we had. And it's because the main thing that's, like, you know, fucking with you is freaking you out. It's like, you know, the craziest thing I can imagine just happened. What's going to happen next? Yeah, so and once th- you have the answer of what happens next, then it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, it, it sort of invalidates everything beforehand. Yeah. So I think a big a big question to ask is, um, 
and I think I agree with the more tame take, is is this a simple linear um, increase and a linear uh, increase in aggression and in um, agitation, or does it more mirror what we've talked about with like technology, where like this looks like weird now and you're like, oh, it's kind of strange. But then like two years from now, you live in a tree house like John Tator said, and you're like, boy, I mean that, that you know what I mean? Like is, if, if everything just keeps slowly building and building and building, then nothing in the past seems that weird because you have way more time to process it and look back on it and normalize it and you know, at a very slow drip, be like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of weird, but it's only incrementally uh, stranger than whatever I saw before this. If something at some point there's a, a switch that flips, then you're like, well, yeah, that was a bit of a talisman that was like, oh, God damn, looking back, I uh, should have known that that was the moment. But I mean, I think the thing that's like, it jumps out at me too is, is, I don't want to give credit to people that broke into the Capitol today. That's good. I want, okay. to very, I want to be very clear about that. But it is kind of interesting that... You did shout out one of them five minutes ago. This has all of the the trimmings and the makings of, of stuff you see in other countries. You know, and we have a, a leader that has all of the attendant properties of what you see in other countries. But typically, whenever people do this in other countries... They walk into a place with a bomb strapped to them and they kill hundreds, if not thousands of people. So I'm curious like what it is that makes us do all the other parts and then instead of do something, I mean, this is very wild, very crazy and all these people should go to jail and honestly, they were risking their lives today and had they been killed by law enforcement, the law would have permitted that, at least on a, on a lot of fronts. If you were inside <laughs> a federal building, like we've seen that, right? The, the guy in Dallas was like breaking into a federal building and I believe got, sh- got gunned down, right? I think that's right, yeah. So no, my point a- is just like there's almost something strangely internet 2020 like drill tweet about, hey, I'm going to break in, and then I'm going to pose for the funniest selfie possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Rather than, like, blow everybody up. Well, what what is the history? Like, yeah, there's certainly times that Capitol buildings get stormed. I don't know that there's been, like, a whole bunch of times that those were accompanied by bombs. In the world? Yeah. Dude, I think that's, like, a. I mean, whether it's a, a... a, you know, a, prov- a provincial capital, a state capital, but people going to government buildings with the sole intent of violence against their leadership has, I believe, a history as old as time. Whereas we had one where it's like, yeah, I want to kind of go in and take a funny picture with a weird helmet on and see if I can maybe have a, a TikTok account by tomorrow. All I mean, of the, the, history the footage of, of them violence, definitely right? had like a feeling of, you know, the, the Dan stuff about the, uh, you know, once the cat gets out of the house, mm-hmm. like, you know, that they're just kind of like marching through. And there was, there was one where they were marching through like the hall where they keep all the statues. And uh, there was like ropes up on either side to like keep the tourists on the line where they're supposed to be. And they were like following them. It's a free tour. That's kind of what I mean. Yeah. And so let's expand it beyond just like, oh, it's a bombing of a capital. I just mean the general history of political violence is uh, I'm going to do something crazy. And when I get there, my end game is death to the state. Well, this is the closest thing that we've had outside of solo acts of presidential or uh, political assassinations, certainly in my life. Yeah, I just and the I, end I, I don't, result I don't think was a guy with a funny picture. But I mean, like that—that—that's for like, now. It's—it's it's not a surprising outcome for this because, like you know, as uh, we were watching the Fox News coverage, and uh, one of the reporters was you know that was out talking to uh, the protesters wanted to know you know like it just been going around like what do you want you know like what what are you agitating for 
And uh, he said the most concrete answer he'd received is someone said uh, they were hoping to have a third party. <laughs> and, like, I, you know, what, what they want is, like, uh, for... You know, the uh, beautiful promised land that Trump uh, said that he was going to give them to arrive. But, like, they don't even really know what that is, you know? Like, they, yeah. Like, uh, it's not a lot of specific policy grievances here, you know? And you're saying... It's a that- general feeling that, like, I, I, I have an idea that I used to be part of the people who are on top of this society, and I don't feel that way anymore, and I want that feeling back. The one that I never actually had, like not me, but like I have a, fe- I have a sense that my grandfather got to uh, boss people around and like, you know, got, you know, just the respect of the, the, the society in a way that I don't, and I, I would like that. Like, there's, it's not like they want uh, changes to the tax code. You know, like they, they don't have, uh, you know, me- Medicare for all is not what they're they're marching for or or an excitement about, uh, you know, employer based health care. You know, right. like excitement I don't give a shit about all of it. They, yeah. Like they just, you know, they figure if uh, like, you know, I, I want the world to be one way. It uh, doesn't feel like it's that way yet. That guy told me he was going to help. And now they're taking him out. Well, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to tell him you shouldn't take him out. Like, I, I you know, like what the. I, it's not like every instance of political violence is like uh, part of a really careful and uh, here's the important part, effective calculus sure. about uh, how to, you know, get changed on, um, you know, like uh, the IRA used lots of political violence. Uh, Ireland is still separated. So, um, you know, but uh, so you're these, saying these the guys la- are just a different deal. The like, lack of specific aims and goals leads to the lack of more dire results. Like they're walking into there because they have no plan. And like, what possibly could they have a plan about? That's true. But you have to recognize the dissonance between what could they possibly uh, have a plan about nothing at this point anyways. And and I'm very uncertain that this is going to end up with uh, absolutely no casualties over the next few days. I mean, the number one thing they want is for Trump to remain president and for Pence to step in and say, so like, yeah, we could have had this go in a way that like, you know, 10 people there had a very like careful calculated thing of like, we're going to get Pence, we're going to hold him hostage until he does that sort of thing. You're right. Um, And yeah, I, I guess I'm surprised that there's not someone that's taking this a little, like given how much they all fucking cosplay is like military people like do they got inside <laughs> yeah but like i mean that's but even the, the getting inside just seemed kind of like uh well i guess there's enough of us so we'll keep on trying you're probably right but i think there's probably been a lot of violence that started that way and ended another way yeah where like people didn't really have like much of a they had a clear goal they might not have necessarily had a clear operational <laughs> Uh, or tactical plan, and then they got to the end, and they were like, well, we're here. We have to do something. And what these guys did was made memes. Yeah. And got the lulls. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. It's it's super weird, too, because, um, dude, we came in today, like, all fired up to talk about, this is actually, like, this is the most cliche thing ever, like, the perfect microcosm of the last several years, because... That hour-long phone call is amazing, and it's illegal on several different fronts. Yeah, but who cares it's illegal? I'm more focused on the amazing thing. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then, hell, in the last week, we were like, the Nashville bomber's a lizard guy. The Nashville bomber is so pumped right now. (laughs) Nobody's thinking about the Nashville bomber. No. He committed a terrorist attack in a major American city that... Definitely, fortunately, didn't kill a bunch of people. Now, but whether or not that was his aim or not. telecommunications across the region. And talk about things that might seem like a harbinger of things to come in future time. Who knows? Because that one was pretty shocking from a, this is what you can accomplish with very little sophistication from a domestic terrorism standpoint. That guy barely seemed to know what he was doing on a number of fronts, but knew where to park that van and knocked out 911 and internet in four states for three days or whatever it was. Do you think he was, was intending to do that? I don't know. I don't think there's any way. It doesn't seem like it. Hey, that's your one per. No more pillow humping. But he did, and that provides like at least enough of a copycat thing of like, 
So we don't have to like be inside the building or get to I mean, the tower. Very Ocean's we just... Eleven feel whenever I just learned that. Yeah. Like the fact that thousands of people, what if one of them was uh, the Bellagio Hotel? Exactly. And then we watched last night and it's like, you know, you should have just run Attila the Hunt. If she was, <laughs> if she was more conservative than Attila the Hunt. Yeah, what's, what's Attila doing? Right. Is he free? That's um, all huge news. And none of it matters now. Yeah, no, I, I I had forgotten until you mentioned it that we had two Senate races last night. I guess I would like to, to comment on those a little bit, but I don't know. Um, yeah, see, now we're we're uh, we're watching the the Fox News coverage. It's, they were just showing the. Uh, it's the only channel the, I have. The, so. <laughs> the people walking through, um, like they're on a field trip. But uh, I don't. One one other thing that I saw going around that's a common enough reaction that like uh, certainly I, I feel, but like to uh, make sure that we all have uh, correct considered feelings on it's just you know there's plenty of people that were like uh compare the treatment of these protesters to any other protesters ever right of course um and uh you know i mean you, you would have to think that uh, if a black lives matter protest had attempted to enter, enter the capital that uh it would have been fucking you know uh very bad for for them in terms of the response um, well that's why it would have never got to that point yeah. you know it would have been but like uh I've seen some people react to that by being like, why isn't the state being more violent to these people? And I just want to circle the wagons back for everyone and remember, remind us all that we're against state violence. State violence is bad in any circumstance. Like, I don't want the fucking uh, cops shooting their guns now. I don't want cops shooting guns. Like, you know, we're, we've seen, like, how this is going as a result of this. Uh, and, like, no one's dead. You know, like they, they let them like, I think this is, I don't know, I might have some differences, but like given the way things have played out where no, you know, Congress people were hurt, um, you know, we had the reports of one woman being shot by uh, the law enforcement, but other than that, like not a lot of, you know, injuries or loss of life. That's fucking great. Like this is how you should handle all of it. Yeah. I think I just, I still just have for whatever reason, and I'm not like, um, Buddy, I mean, I just would have put a lot more police there. Yeah, that, like the that basic problem, the basic thing that would have that that seemed to allow them in was just that they had such greater numbers right. than the number of police on hand. Um, and so you know, and the this easy was like solution to that is just uh, more more police. You know, yeah. on the internet for days. But I, I, I'm not a uh, buddy. They won't even let me f it when it comes to the Capitol at all. But I still think there is something to, you do have to, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's not like I'm, again, just going out of my way to say, like, we must protect the sanctity of these these few hundred people. But you can't just let people walk into a, a federal legislative building. Yeah, but I wouldn't fucking shoot them. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know what my personal line is, and it's that I wouldn't fucking shoot him. Well, I mean, I think the, the craziest part about it is... How do you think that goes, is, dude? Yeah, you're you sure right. that every single one of those people, none of them snuck a weapon in? And yeah. that they're not gonna, that it's not going to turn into a gunfight on the fucking steps of the Capitol, which and would nothing be else, a million times worse than what we're facing right now? You're right. Uh, you're uh, logical, and I'm emotional uh, over something that I don't really have that much of an emotion uh, emotional response to. But I do think it worries me from the standpoint of, you know, God willing, this is done tonight. I don't think that's the case. You know, I, I think this is much more of a beginning than an end. But um, there are a lot of places where it's way easier. Hell, Michigan, they were actually inside with weapons. I think there are a lot of places where this ends differently. Um, and I guess we should just be, you know, grateful and fortunate that it hasn't at any point of the last, you know, month, two months, two years, four years, eight years, 10 years, whatever it might be. But somehow no one in there had anything on them. And I feel like Capitol Police is so confident in that, that they're like, all right, like we'll do the rubber bullets when we can. But other than that, we're, we're not going to 
Dude, but it's so funny now, like just watching this, like this, there's just people just dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, one one guy kind of thought that was his live shot. Right. Um, no, I've been uh, doing research for a, a future episode I would like to do on the uh, the Ruby Ridge incident. And just reading about the uh, needless and tragic way that the state applied force in that incident, which just fucking blows my mind. Um, I mean, it's very Waco, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's same thing. Like, that yeah. that's an example of, like, you know, uh, the state applying force in a way that is reckless and uh, leads to the loss of human life. And yeah. the fact that they did not do that, I think, is fucking great and an achievement that should be applauded, not criticized as, like, it's not, not how you did it to people in Standing Rock. The problem was how they treated the people in Standing Rock, not that they're treating these protesters differently now. Like, I, I think that everyone should have the, uh, the way that these protesters are being treated that should apply to all protesters everywhere like but the, the real question so you, would you be don't, you don't like you know like the solution is not that everyone gets uh you know nightstick over the head i would hope for no one to get a nightstick over the head so the question would be is it possible to have one without the other meaning let's say because you're looking at it saying well this is a situation where there were not enough police there those police that were there did not react in a um a violent manner, but like people did. Had it, been more police. I mean, would you know, it have escalated to? I'm a not point willing where, to accept like just the, the, like you know, if the police commissioner is sitting there after their officers opened fire on people like this and just been like, well, you know, uh, the police just felt too confident, so they they felt like they could, uh, you know, like that that's not acceptable as a no, response. No, I think it's the opposite. I think that if you ha if you feel somewhat um, outnumbered and possibly overwhelmed you feel less confident in engaging in Yeah, aggressive. that's what I'm saying. So if you have more numbers and then you feel but like... But you just said that they should have had more police there today, though, is what I'm saying. So if they yes, did, we don't know exactly. you're saying that if they have more police, then they're going to be more likely to fire because they feel like they're in a more confident position. And I'm saying that if that were a string of logic that were trotted out to me by the police commissioner to explain why his officers opened fire, then he's fucking in, like, certainly fired and like, I'm going to see what kind of jail we can put him in. Yeah. You know, like that's not an acceptable answer to just be like, no, I understand. Well, you know, I know we did all that training stuff, but uh, they really felt like they could probably take them, so they did. You know, like that's not okay. No, I agree. I just, we don't have a, a case where we had like a massive amount of, you know, paramilitary police presence where there was not violence and also not an advance. It is like wild we have a number of different so few. tiny parts of it. Yeah, like just whenever you're looking at the videos, you know, as, as some of the videos was, are very damning too. Yeah, like whenever it, this is <laughs> starting to go off, and it's just like, you know, you got one guy for every fifty or something, and yeah. he just like doesn't look ready. One of the craziest ones that I saw was once they were in. Um, there's a situation where they were attempting to like that the you know the spill of the crowd was coming to a staircase, and uh, there was one officer. Um, who like there was like a nightstick like behind him, so he's like kind of scrambling backwards and like then kind of picks it up and like holds it at the crowd, and um, it's it seems and so he like uh, you know he picks it up and then climbs three steps and is like holding it at them, and they're like not really stopping, like they're kind of sizing him up as he's sizing them up, um, and he thinks about it for a second is like goes up three more steps and does yeah. it again and just like continues this retreat like all the way up of like don't you go any farther and they were like no we're gonna go farther and he was like okay this time but like in, i don't know man i've just never seen such fucking uh i don't i i don't know the word for it he just he had no control over the situation well, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm really glad that he didn't start firing into the crowd that would have been one way to get it get control of the situation but uh Jesus, man. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, that is possibly cynical is that the reason... Eh, I don't know why why their planning was what it was. Is that needed? We need that? That better be the Golden State murderer... Could be Antifa on your door. She's just trying to do her best to protect. And I appreciate that. The timing is just... I don't know why they were so undermanned, but 
it's because they don't follow Ben Garrison. Well, it's obvious to me that you could make the connection that well, they're undermanned because of the composition of the protest. <laughs> you had too many days off requested. No, no, no. That oh. that no, no, no. <laughs> that, well, like, if you're not willing to go there, I am. That like in the event that you had a. Uh, whether it was Black Lives Matter or something that was I got racially charged on that day, I'm gonna be able to go into work. That like it would have been more heavy-handed, and that it's impossible for there to be a racially charged protest that is undermanned, because it's not just a matter of boy, we wish that you would treat them the same as you treat them. It's a matter of no, this was undermanned because of possible sympathy to your to your claim uh, to your claims and your positions and then even to go a step further to say and even the composition of the police response to the quote protest which is hilarious even that is probably going to contain a number of sympathetic figures to your cause yeah no like I, that, I i saw a tweet that was like uh hold a good thought for cops today they're having to gas some of their best friends <laughs> well you know what I mean, though. That like, reflects it's, my feelings. Uh, and there was there was another one where uh, a reporter on the scene recorded a uh, an officer walking away, being like, "Bet you're happy you have us now." And it's like to do what to fail at your basic job of pre- preventing people from going into like the most protected building in the country. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. No. Where where would we be without you? They would just be able to walk in then. Yeah. And then we haven't even talked about the uh, the Trump video, which I would like to. I'd like I, to. Uh, <laughs> I'm so dumb that I continue, even at this point, like to be the absolute chronicler, chronicler, chronologist, chronologist, chronicleologist, chronicleologist of all the hilarious things that he said and all the horrible things that he said. Um, I thought when I saw that he posted a video and he had a very regal look about him and he's out in the Rose Garden, I thought, here's the day he becomes president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll tell you what I thought. I, what I thought was not what ended up occurring. Mm-hmm. I thought he's going to go out of his way to tamp this down and it doesn't mean that he's going to full on just completely change his identity, but he's I going to say, look, this cannot happen. You got to go home. You're putting yourselves and other people. He might even appeal to the law enforcement and say, this is dangerous for law- our law enforcement. People you love, I love. So go home. Maybe even I'll call you tomorrow. But the first thing he said in that video was the election was rigged and the election was stolen. We all agree on that. And you know that, and nobody knows it more than, quote, the other side. Yeah. Now, if your tamp down an attempt at a revolution includes, quote, the other side. Yeah. I feel like it might fall on deaf ears. Just spitballing here. No, I I, I thought it had everything. Um, I mean, he looked so good. I think it's one of the most represented. Like, if I think it might be. Like, if if you're asking me, like, you know, try to encapsulate the whole thing. In uh, just one little bit, I think it might be that because yeah, you know, just the. the yeah. Let me open by saying that your reasons for attacking the Capitol were entirely correct. Sure, valid. Um, and then you know, having just the the feeblest little like, just the, there's a lot of stuff like this, you know, throughout his tenure. Like any time that, that they're like, uh, he's like, do you embrace white supremacism? He's you know. It's never a yes or a no, but like the 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 answer is never really unclear. You right. know, like like anyone watching it, like they know what's going on. Um, and uh, he like the 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 part towards the end, I also thought was uh, crucial and like very important to understanding all of this. The uh, thing about like you're special, you're special people. Daddy does love you, right? Um, you know, and uh, you know that. He was interested in getting that across much more than like, please break up and disperse. Yeah, that like, part was please 10% break up of and disperse it. was like a. <laughs> well, I know this was supposed the video was supposed to be about, so I'll kind of half say the words. But right. while I have your ear, I want you to know that I love you, and like, you're all important, 
and just yeah, as far as like the the messianic thing, you know, like he he understands that he loves it. Like that's that was what he was here to do, to be like the the savior for these people. Like not in any kind of way that would require work or like you know having a functioning brain or anything like that. But like just kind of standing there and being the vessel. Right. Um, you know that that's that's a role I've been proud and uh, happy to serve you in, and uh, will continue to do so by letting you know that. Uh, your daddy's special boy, and you've done a great job today. The Fox News Chiron right now says, Trump says election's stolen, but crowd should go home. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I honestly don't necessarily quibble with them putting that up there. Like, there's yeah, somewhat... No, that, that's exactly what happened. I know, but there's also an argument that I saw a lot of people making that were like, don't even amplify his message at all. Like, if 90% yeah, sure, of it whatever. is negative and you know, ramping things up, then don't even talk about it. If we're only doing this for the 10% of part of it that he said, like, but maybe go home and I love you. And even the, I love you thing is, is an obvious appeal. Yeah, to, I don't know that it's the job of the, certainly not the primary job of the news to shape the message to the protesters. I think you're attempting to just like say what's happening. I don't think you're shaping it to the protesters. I think you're shaping it to the country. I don't know. Just tell them accurately what's going on. And it is telling them accurately. You're talking about we report, you decide. (laughs) That's right. I think is is the message there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I really wanted to talk about Georgia. I really wanted to talk about the organizing on the ground there because it got me really fired up. I I mean, there was very low hopes going into yesterday, and was almost mad at myself for listening to so many different accounts of the in the field stuff there because I just felt like. Boy, this is not going to work out. And I also am no fan of John Ossoff, as I believe. I don't know if I've ever told you this on the podcast, but you have, yeah. Uh, I know I've told you in non-recorded settings many times, but it was still a really cool. I mean, Reverend Warnock's a first-round name if I've ever heard one, dude. So unbelievable. That's, that's a nice balancing aspect. And he filmed a. Uh, I don't know. A he filmed about. a campaign ad walking his dog, and I believe he picked up some poop. Oh, and made nice. a little like uh, allegory to the poop and his opponent. Yeah, kind of scooped it up. I don't know about that. That seems kind of lame. No, I Not love that. that. Funny. That's perfect. Um, no, I mean I don't know. Give this dog to poop uh, on command. You know, I asked Justin what he thought was going to happen going in. And he said that they're going to lose, and I he asked me what I thought, and I said, "Feels feels like we're due. Feels like we should get a get a couple good ones. Like when whatever the best good one I've gotten so far." Is like Joe Biden one, then uh, then I I feel like I'm owed more. Uh, and just you know, the universe <laughs> that's a really shrewd political. The universe analysis. doesn't hate me that much. I know. Well, you know who's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like I did quickly pivot to like, and I don't know. I didn't even really watch the uh, the results that much. Um, and then you know, once once it was clear, my my kind of first thought was like, uh, it, it was doing the mental calculus with myself of like. Dude, this okay. guy rules, by the way. Which guy? The Pelosi desk, uh, feet on her desk guy is going to steal this whole deal, even over the Viking. Um, that, you know, I first think through Biden promised $2,000 checks if we get these two seats. Then being like, well, I know that's not going to happen. Uh, but, like, what, what does that get me? And what I settled on was now I will not be scolded that hard on Twitter for being mad that he didn't give the two thousand dollar checks. That's, so it's all about that's the ceiling. If we're taking stock for how uh, this is going, like now that now that we've millions of hungry power, kids, millions in poverty. Uh, the the TC. upside is that uh, you know now if anyone says like this is fucked up, they didn't send out those checks. The normal people who would be like. You know, the important thing is uh, having a, a solid coalition here. You need to unite behind our leader. Yeah. Um, those people won't be able to say that as loudly because they'll know that he did He did promise us those checks. Um, presidential elections are boring. But uh, They're but, only interesting when Trump is involved. Like, we've seen this a million times. Like, what happened in Georgia, like, that's two very interesting, like, how can this, uh, you know, turnout-wise relate to the general and what demographics come out more. Like it's and, Georgia. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's obviously. It's two Senate elections in Georgia. Right. Like, at what point in your life would you have thought that these would, like, be within the realm of contested? 
Like, I would have thought, like, in, in a normal circumstance, like, them coming within 10 points would be like, that's a hell of a try, guys. You should feel good about that. Well, I think they actually voted Democrat. They definitely had a Democratic governor until, I want to say, the late 90s. Yeah, but he uh, but it was a different... gave the uh, keynote speech for the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought the whole story there was was super interesting and not to be totally lame about it but kind of inspiring but yeah you know? no once I've, after i worked through that i i did then kind of like move to the thing that really was getting me excited and like generating some emotion was just uh thinking about leffler not being involved in government <laughs> yeah and just like the, the, that of kind course. of like acute disappointment and loss is just someone not ex, something not experienced by people of her wealth very often right uh, we're like, I, you know, oh, we got an advance, boys. That's going to be hard to wash off. Yeah, the uh, the Capitol Force, I guess that's probably the National Guard. It is the National Guard. Is now uh, attempting to clear the area. But at the, peop- at the point people are listening to this, it's probably been clear for a while. Yeah, it's kind of cool, though, but people could have still like gone and watched that Pimple Pop video like that had been up for three years before I made you watch it. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like this is not... But, you know, I mean, I guess, again, to... You want to see the next step of the plan from the people who uh, yeah, I guess, really had no plan? Again, to, to conclude, the... Boy, and I think this, like, sums up a lot of what I think about our current situation. The images that you saw on your television from Minneapolis... No foreskin, no peace. And then uh, all over That's the country... what says on, on Fox News In the right weeks now. following... Uh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Rewind it, dude. It said no foreskin, no peace. I didn't see it, so I'm just going to... We'll wrap this up quick so we can go rewind it. You need to see it. So I think a big part of the difference between the way that that the protests and the civil unrest that went down back in May and June um, contrasts with this is what you saw back then were decades, if not centuries long, simmering of stories that had been passed down from person to person to person and people that had had many instances in their life where they were like, I want to do something about this, and they were unable to. But they were also people who knew very acutely the consequences of doing something, their life. And I think that's why it, one, got as hot as it did, but two, also never got to a point of we're breaking into the Capitol. Whereas I think what you see with a lot of the people that are out there today in D.C., and I've thought this for, again, like I said, the last few years, and I think this is about some people that I, I know very personally, possible family members, is, and I don't mean to like frame this in the sense of like, I'm not new to this. This is something that I, I my identity is not tied up into being into politics or being into social issues. I think a lot of these people are very new to this. Their grandfather's father did not tell their grandfather about it and then their grandfather told their mom about it and then their mom told them about it and they were like hey we want to do this for weeks on end because this is important it's not funny it's important whereas i think a lot of these people and i'm not necessarily saying this about people who believe in conservative values in general actually not in general i'm not saying that at all but I think a lot of these people, the type, you know, Q people, which I believe that's what this is at this point. Like he is now fully, you know, the call that we shelved playing audio from. That's a Q call. Like all that shit is straight from the internet. That yeah, is not the evidentiary standard is the same. Right. So I think whenever you're new to it, you one, don't understand the consequences and two, don't understand what it takes. And I think what you're what you see with a lot of these people is they're just kind of like day trippers for, boy, we're upset about something we just kind of got into recently because they canceled Roseanne. Yeah. And so I'm somewhat speaking out both sides of my mouth because I do think this is going to continue for a few days, but I guess I don't think it's going to turn into a pitch prolonged battle. What I worry about is you only need like one to be wrong, right? You only need like one guy of the group who's like, no, I, 
I actually mean this. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm not here for the lulls. And I wasn't that, joking about killing Nancy Pelosi. Or that's what worries is. Yeah. me is that it's a it's a large enough you know group of people, but you know obviously, hopefully, and probably likely, you know nothing more than just a ton of you know wasted energy from. Yeah, no, yeah, like that. If you think about like the the experience that we imagine, I don't know, talking totally out our ass uh, because it's not our experience. But the, yeah, the experience of like a civil rights organizer in Georgia or like, you know, the central project of the family since the time that they were granted freedom, you know, since the time they arrived in, in the country was right. to like establish, you know, their, their dignity and, you know, find a place in the their society for, them, some, for themselves versus someone who's always had a place in society for themselves and is now like, boy, it used to be like a little bit better and I, I really like to right. get back to that. Right. Yeah, that's just such drastically different uh, experiences. And I don't know, uh, really does in- counterintuitively seem to generate a similar amount of anger. Yeah. But, uh, but it's, you know, you, you got different structures to uh, feed that anger into, you know. Um, one being built up because, you know, this has always been vitally important to the literal survival of our family versus another being like, well, you know, um, I'd like for this to happen, so. And I'd love for this internet thing that I saw to be proven true. Yeah. All right. All right, good times. Well, it's not really good. That was probably... It's times. (laughs) It is certainly times. We'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.